fornicate. I don't compound the crime by lying. See, lies and all the greeds attract the one way to dissolution. Now, I know <laughs> what condoms and glad wrap. It has its place in the pantheon of safe sex. But there's only one way to be totally safe, and that's abstinence and purity. And sexual frustration. Hey, listen, I know how you all feel. When that furry temptress seems like she's calling your name, she said, come on, Rashawn, get some up. Put your hand on. Look at it. You want, you want some up? Rub it on in there. You want me to rub it? Well, you bite me. Suck it, you filthy. You, you know, things like that. You know? Man, you got my nipples hard. Watch how you talk to me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you. I'm trying to help you. So that's when you got to be strong. That's when you have to take a pledge. You say, I swear. Greetings and salutations. Peace and blessings to all. Welcome, ladies and gentle niggas, to the podcast about nothing, where we discuss everything. I am your host, Nico Lamar, but you can also call me the rehabilitated fuckboy. Welcome to Intimate Revelations. So strap in, enjoy yourself, and let's get into this episode. Yay! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, niggas, and welcome to another episode of Intimate Revelations. I am your host, Nico Lamar. You heard my AKAs in the intro. Uh, this is episode 17. And I'm happy to be back with y'all, man. You know, I'm coming at y'all three straight weeks in a row. Like, I think that's the most consistent I've been. You know, I'm starting 2021 off intentional, being consistent. I'm doing this for y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? But um, today, I mean, I say this every episode, but today is a is a special day. Um, today I have two lovely beautiful host with me today. Today I have the ladies from the You Need a Therapist podcast. Um, I'm going to let them introduce themselves, but we got Ray and Kay here in the living room today. Um, So today we're going to start off with a little nigga, little nigga. Oh my goodness. Go ahead and introduce yourself. I hate you. 100 percent Um, my name is Raven Ray. AKA Raymond Green, aka Arthur Carter. Hey, I'm gonna bring her back one day, just not right now, because COVID. But my name is Ray, and I'm one half of Unity Therapist Pod, and then my other half is Kay. Hello, everybody. Kay. Hey, man. Thank y'all for being with me today. How you feeling? How you living? Life Life out here. Life is good. How y'all feeling today after uh, Lover's Day? It's side chick day today, so what y'all get? First of all, don't don't do that. Okay. Who you think is raise your hand if you a side chick? Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> put your hand down. I ain't got my hand up. <laughs> chill out. Chill out. No, nah, but overall, I mean, I really didn't feel a way about it. You know, I um I'm going through some 
some spiritual growth at the moment. And so mm. I don't want a partner at this moment. So mm. I was good. Okay. But like the first time, I was actually good without being booed up, you know? Did it. You know what I'm saying? Putting yourself on the sidelines, focusing on yourself. Wow. I feel that. Wow. No, no. no. She, she putting herself on the forefront. No, Thank no, no, you. no, no, no. What I'm talking you about. You said sideline like I'm on the bench. No, but what I'm saying is you're not in the game. Quote no, unquote. I am not you know in the game You know what I'm saying? You're not right participating now. and you did that under your own free will. And I respect that. How you feeling, yes. Ray? You know, despite not having a boo, a lover, I got a couple gifts, you know? I, ain't I, I, I ain't seeing nobody. I got a couple gifts, though. My best friend sent me a gift. Shout out to Kay. Hey. You know what I'm saying? I got a couple <laughs> other gifts. I got a, I got a lunch. You got a lunch. Mm-hmm. I feel that. So you mentioned Kay sent you a gift. For mm-hmm. me, I think that's why women continue to be ahead of the game in, um, you know, the spiritual, mental, uh, self-improvement uh, game. Because as women, I feel like y'all are more together and, you know, the unison. You know, like you said, hey, you ain't got no partner, but I got you, sis. Here go a gift. Here's some love. Fellas, we need to start doing that. Yeah. Like, one of my home like I should have sent one of my homeboys an e card. I should have done that. Like, I see you, player. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just not about romantic love. It's right. love in general. Like love I send my mom stuff. I send other people stuff, not just romantic. I don't yeah. send nobody shit. I need to live a, a more selfless life. You it's need hard. to love a little more. You love say a what? little more, Nico. Hmm? It's it's hard. Come again? Come again, Kate? <laughs> love a little more. Facts, 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 facts. That's true. Others, <laughs> not just yourself. I get that. So, um, changing gears, getting into the first thing I wanted to discuss with y'all. So, y'all are on, what, episode six, seven? Seven? You going into seven? About to right? be seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Seven. So, episode seven of your podcast. So, over this journey, this seven-week journey that y'all have been going through, I want to ask you first, what made you guys decide, like, hey, we want to do this, right? Like, what was the thought process going into that? Um, what does your, your journey look like when you're um, laying down your your topics and your your content and what have you guys learned over this last over the last seven weeks of your podcast okay. you want me to go right i'll yeah, start with, i'll start with k i'll start with k one 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 question at a time though because yeah because a lot you know right brain <laughs> um, okay so the main reason that we started this was one mental health awareness is something that's important to both of us um, especially being part of the black community where it's not always something that's put on the forefront. Um, people, one, don't trust doctors a lot of time and being in the black community, reasonably so. Um, but just like you might have something flare up and you go to the doctor, when you have something <laughs> mental flare up, Um, such as anxiety or depression, that's just as important to make sure that you get that checked up on. And a lot of times people in the Black community don't do that. 
shit, sometimes they don't do it if they have something flare up. They just, you know, put a little testing on it and call it a day. <laughs> that's not, we need that's to get possible. beyond that, Black people. So that's one of I the know. reasons why we wanted to, to start this. <laughs> I know a lot of niggas that have had some flare ups and then do nothing about it. Mm-hmm. And I ain't talking about mental ones. <laughs> I know. That's so sick. That's sick. I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying, man. So I, be I feel that. So um, what does what does that process uh, look like for you, Ray? Y'all going into, you know, y'all about to record. Like, how do you get yourself ready for that? Because I know, I know I have my own little process of things that I have to do. So what does that look like for you? Because I know you be all over the place. I do. My brain. Whoop. Fucking squirrel. But for <laughs> for me, like when whenever we're about to discuss a topic, like I seriously think about the experiences I've been through and like take a, a look deeper into like trying to blame everybody else and be like, well, like what? what is the root cause of why I went through what I went through, why I'm feeling why I'm feeling and how can I fix it? And another reason we started, started this podcast, I know more so for me is because I've experienced a lot with friends where I feel like I feel really burdened when they come to me with things and like they express things and they, they need help. And It seems like a reoccurring thing where they come to me, they vent, and then I give advice and then they go through the same thing again, like in different in different ways. And we have to be better about not repeating the same process over and over and get into those root causes, because especially if you meet friends later in life and you don't know, like the traumatic experiences they they went through when they were kids and. It could be, well, it's always something deeper when you keep repeating the same thing over and over. And so we need to dig deeper and not just seek out our friends, vent, and then repeat the same process over and over. Like you go to therapists not to get help, but they give you the tools to help yourself. And then also, if something is mentally wrong with you and you need to take medicine or whatever the case is, I'm not the friend that'll be able to tell you, you bipolar, you used to get schizophrenic, like, go see a doctor. Yeah, um, I feel that. Like, I've over the last year, and it's, <clears throat> I'm sure it's not just uh, myself, uh, but over the last year, I've been really cognizant of, like, uh, dumping on people because I don't think people mean to do that. You don't go right. into it with intentions of doing it, but like we sometimes dump on people and we don't look at it like, Hey, like this person, we don't know what somebody's life looks like, like through FaceTime, uh, text messages, Instagram and all that shit. You only just get a small percentage of, the life of someone, right? So you don't know, like, this person could really be struggling with something with themselves. And I'm calling you, and I'm constantly, repeatedly dumping on you. And, you know, as a friend, you want to be there for them. But it's like, shit, that weight, that it becomes a lot. when you're carrying your own luggage and their luggage, too. And I I feel like it's kind of, I know we all need help, and you all want to be there for each other, but it kind of, 
it kind of becomes a little selfish in a way. And I feel like we need to, especially um, with over the last few weeks, uh, I've been preaching a message of like going inward. I don't feel like we go inward enough because a lot of the answers to our problems that we have, we already have the tools and the answers like you know. But if you sit with your, if you give yourself time to sit with it and sit with yourself, I feel like we run from demons or whatever and distract ourselves but if you if you go in where you sit with it like you you know the answer and you know what to do or i mean it's preached so much these days about like seeking seeking help and going to mental health and dealing with like you said someone that has the tools to like truly help you like a friend can only tell you so much and i know i experienced like you you sit with somebody for an hour two hours and you give them like i feel like i was like I gave this motherfucker some great advice. <laughs> and then you see this motherfucker making the same choice. I'm like, bro, don't call me no more. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, uh, yeah, that was a long-winded uh, answer, but I, I agree um, about, like, you just got to go into it. You got to be more introspective as a human being, and I don't feel like that's preached enough, and I don't feel like it's practiced enough. Definitely so, not practiced. Um, like my... My my last question, because I hit you guys, I hit you guys with like a combo. So um, Kay gave hers, Ray gave hers. So the last part is I just wanted to get a sense of like, hey, what have we learned from this experience of, you know, having a podcast? And what and what is your reception from it has looked like? Okay. Um, so one of the biggest things that I think both of us learn is um some of our biggest feedback is the way that we speak. Um, and when Ray and I started this, we wanted it to be real. We wanted it to be authentic and raw. Like we would have a normal conversation with one another. And when we have our normal conversations with each other on the phone, we go off, we cuss, we vent, we do whatever. We have potty mouths and we warn people about this. But I think beyond that, <laughs> we're going to still like continue to be ourselves and be authentic on the podcast, but foresight and looking into the future, if we want to continue to grow and potentially get ads and work with certain brands, we do have to monitor, I think to a certain extent on how we speak on the podcast. Um, and if I want to say shit or if I want to cuss or do whatever to get my point across, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it in a way where it's not, Literally every other word that's coming out of my mouth is a curse word. And I'm, I'm also practicing this in my daily life, especially at work, um, because I do. I, I work in an environment with mostly men. So over the years, it's just become habit that I curse a lot. Um, so that's something that I think both of us are trying to work on um, as we continue to grow. Yes. <laughs> and to add to that, um, aside from like the reception we've got from the podcast, um, more so with myself as we go through each episode, I do realize that I need some kind of help, right? And Kayana is very good about seeking a therapist and like getting the help and working through her traumas. Me, I'm more so... I don't want to say apprehensive, but I procrastinate on it. And 
I'm working on it, but that's what our podcast is, is to take you through the journey of us in our daily life and working out those traumas and, and seeking help. So Kayana's actively in it. I'm working through it. So, I mean, that's essentially what you'll get if you listen to us. So We're not there yet. We almost there. We're going to get her last with therapist. No, it's not finished with me yet. Um, so uh moving ahead just like some like some short-term short-term visions that you guys have like like within like the next year how do y'all see this like is it something you think you guys can keep up want to keep up and grow and how like do you see that coming to fruition absolutely um at some point we do want to go from just audio to video um right now it's kind of a challenge just because we're not in the same location um but that is something that we do want to do and this is something that we want to continue um originally we were going to do seasons and take a break but then we started to pick up some momentum and we were like we can't stop now right when we getting things going like we have to keep the ball rolling so that way we can continue to get people to support us um and just keep up that momentum and that speed. I think this is something, I think we got something. I don't know um, exactly what yet, but I know that we have something from the feedback. People love our dynamic, people love our chemistry, and we just want to continue to feed on that and put out that content. I, yeah. you know, I listen to y'all and I, you know, I know y'all, so I'm listening, yeah. to, I'm listening <laughs> to this and I can see and hear like I can visualize and hear you guys' personality shining through, especially, especially the little nut right here. <laughs> like, <laughs> like she be killing me, bro. And I mean, I I dig it. Um, so how long how long are you guys' episodes? They can range from anywhere from I'll say about forty minutes to an hour. We don't especially as of right now, like we don't want to overburden people with trying to listen to the whole, a whole hour plus of podcasts. Cause I know I'm fucking annoying. Excuse my language. <clears throat> I know I'm annoying. No, no, no. See, see, see this, this, this is my platform. So y'all can talk. You can talk like that. Over there, over there on you need a therapist. Y'all can clean that. You can say shit fucking damn. Yeah. But, <laughs> I know I can be annoying my voice and or whatever, but like we try to keep it anywhere between 40 minutes to an hour. So on your drive to work, you can listen to it. And on your drive from work to home, you can finish it. So, so 40 minutes to an hour. I, I struggle with that. The thought of that, like, oh, is this too long? But it's like if the content is good, right? If mm-hmm. if their if their commute is twenty minutes or thirty minutes, like the people that dig it, they'll listen as far as long as they can. They'll turn it off and they'll come back. I mean, curtailing my shit to try to to have like a large net and get everybody. Everybody ain't gonna go. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not gonna you're not gonna appeal to everybody. Everybody's not gonna like it. So. I mean, I understand y'all talking about, oh, we can't curse and all this shit, but like everybody is not going to dig your chili. And it, they're not supposed to. You I know agree. What I'm um, so you don't want to lose the 
the, the, the spark that you have by like trying to polish it too much. And I don't think we will. Like we will continue to be genuine and authentic in the content that we put out. However, like I know myself and I'm real scatterbrained. And like, if you just rambling, I don't want to hear that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. <laughs> so we try to be more intentional about what we're speaking about and like we'll ramble a little bit but (laughs) we'll ramble a little bit but we're gonna get to the shits and then keep it moving yeah yeah so we talked about y'all podcast and your goals and your dreams and your hopes so let's like let's get into the shits (laughs) so i was having a conversation i was having a i was having a conversation the other day right and uh, like some some shit popped up, and we were talking about it. And me and my homeboy, we were discussing this. We were talking about like dating in 2020, right? And everybody, I feel like we as the sexes, we have like different point of views of like what dating looks like in our current time, especially you know in 2021. We still in a our, are we still in a pandemic? I I really don't even know no more. Like, depends on where you live. Because some niggas is out here, and then some <laughs> people are like, nah, nigga, it's a pandemic. So I don't. It's like a real delicate space to be in. So, uh, we were talking about like why. Like I hear repeatedly like women talking about men are trash, but on the flip side, like niggas is having a great time. So it's like. <laughs> What does dating look like for y'all in 2021 if you're doing it? Like, you want me to go first? Yeah, I don't know ahead. if I'm the the prime example to start with because, um, so some history, I guess, 2020 was um, as far as my love life was trash, um. <laughs> it was complete trash. I ended up finding out that the person that I was dating was married. Um, <laughs> had to stop that. And then um, quickly went from one thing to the next, not really taking a break and focusing on myself and found out that that nigga was um, a complete narcissist. And um, so, yeah. <laughs> wrapping up 2020 I decided all right Kay something's not right um I have been repeating cycles and so at this point I was like okay something has to change and obviously the common denominator here is me so Ooh. I need to change Ooh, yeah I like that <laughs> Drop a that just popped something in my head because I had seen a meme where it was like describe in detail why you think you're single and mm-hmm. you can't use the opposite sex as a reason. Mm-hmm. So that makes you like, wait a minute, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> you really looking like, wait, what? it might, yeah. it might, it might be me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it me? I don't, I don't and know. when you were talking about like introspection earlier, like that's something that is really important when it comes to your love life, because instead of just jumping from one relationship to the next seeking some type of validation you really need to take that time to yourself to figure out what it is that you are doing to attract the type of people you are attracting and that was a big thing for me so 
start of the new year, I decided that I was going to intentionally be by myself and be celibate because there really hasn't been a time where I've done this on purpose, you know, and been single on purpose. Hey, and I was so, with yeah. you. I was with you while you was talking about being introspective. And then your whole mood just shift. Why can't you be celibate? <laughs> why? Why can't you? I and mean, I, I hear this the the bullshit about like, oh, men have this high sex drive and they're sexual creatures. Like, no, no, women no, are I, too. No, I've 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 been intentionally celibate. like <laughs> self induced celibacy. Like la- last year, I was I was celibate. no, I was. Uh-oh. No. I was right. I get it, but no. Why? <laughs> Why? No. Why I don't that count count? that. Like, Why does it count? I, I, I whatever. Points. Applause for you not having sex during a deployment, even though you could have had sex. However, it is definitely. You're moving the goalpost. Celibate is, is celibate, is celibate. You know what I'm saying? Don't okay, move whatever. Don't on me, right? Okay. No. No, because in, in the climate, in the environment that you're in right now, can I'm, you be celibate? I'm celibate right now. For how how long? A day? Two? A week? A couple weeks? No, bull crap. That's New not me. celibacy. No, That's not it, celibacy. Just, it just started. Okay, new me. Intentionally, did you make the intention with yes, yourself? I, I told y'all I've been on this on this introspective kick right now, and I'm just trying to go inward. You know what I'm saying? And y'all I know how long this shit lasts. Huh? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> y'all teaming up on me. I like it. I ain't um, nothing. Okay, okay. I don't want to. I don't want to ramble. Not well. But yeah, that's that's just mine. Like me right now, celibacy, not seeing anyone, and I want to try to keep this up for a year. But dating for me looks like because you you an oddball, Ray. You, you How are, am I eyeball? Because, like, you are, you are a what do you call it? An Ooh. introvert by nature. Like, I'm very much so. An you introvert. love to hibernate and just disappear. So, just even going off of that, that kind of makes dating difficult. It does, you. and I realize that, and I'm more so open to put myself out there and put myself in places where I feel like I might meet that person. Definitely hard in COVID because ain't shit going on right now. Ain't nothing moving. But, it's a drought. Say what? I feel like it's a drought out here. Ain't nothing moving. It, nothing is moving. But however, if someone is interested in you, which there are people who are interested, however, they don't move in a way. I, I just feel like you have to really move to show me that you like me and that you you your intentions have to be good and intentional because I'm I'm past the stage of like wanting casual sex, wanting just to talk to somebody for the hell of it. I'm I've been single for 12 years. God damn. I know. <laughs> I've been single for a long fucking time. And I'm at a point now where like I would like to be in a relationship with someone and we're progressing for something deeper and further for but the future. Huh? You want to be courted, right? 
I want to be courted. That's the word. I want to be courted. So <laughs> I'm sure that everybody's heard that word before. Yes. But a lot of a lot of niggas, <laughs> me included, uh, <laughs> don't even really. What does that even mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is how do how what does courting look like? It doesn't mean texting me every day just to see how I'm doing. Texting me, see how I'm doing, trying to spend time with me. Like, how else do I want to put it? Like, I think, trying to go ahead. The biggest thing for me is just showing me that you want me. Like, showing up. however that means. Like, yeah, just showing up, being present, and putting in effort. Like, and not the bare minimum, not just, you know, enough to keep me around or breadcrumbing, as Oso would say. Like, show me that you really want me. And once I feel like, okay, this dude is serious, then of course I'm going to reciprocate that energy. But like Ray said, at this point, I'm, I'm sick of the casual relationships, the friends with benefits thing. Now you have to put in work. So what I'm saying is, I'm asking you a question. What does that work include? No, I'm saying like, how, like, you're talking about show up, show me you're interested, like, like, lay it out. Like, what could that, what does give, what, what's a glimpse of that? Because I'm, well, I'm feeling like if mm-hmm. I'm, if I'm sending you calls, I'm checking in, I'm being consistent in my, in my daily interaction with you. Mm-hmm. Like that only goes so far. That has to be something on the other end. You know what I'm saying? So, so yes, I agree. So for me, yes, calling me, checking in, seeing what my goals are, being trying to be active and helping me progress on my goals, be concerned about my future and the goals that I'm in, like helping me, like trying to push me. Like I might have my own drive, but like here. Like, I heard you said you wanted to do this and this and that. Here's something that you might be interested in. Like, do it with me. I don't know. Like, be, try to include yourself in on my future. And that, to me, that feels like you you want to be here for the long term. Right. So, as a, as a high value man, right? Like, he got shit going on. Like, he... Either is busy with work, or he has a, a a business that he's trying to get off the ground, and all this shit. He has these things he's trying to obtain, right? Because mm-hmm. for some, he has his goals and hopes and dreams. Like I feel, I feel like that asking for that—that's asking for a lot off rip you know well maybe you might not be ready to date right now no, no no i'm not i'm not saying like you're not willing to show that you're like you have like pure intentions like you you are attracted to this woman you're interested in this woman you find her intriguing and you want to do these things but it's like a lot of people meaning people meaning the human race like what i'm saying is if i'm call if i'm showing you this effort like it has to be something on the other end. It has to be like some vision of, hey, like my shit is not being, my effort is not being wasted. My time is not being wasted. Because I feel like women talk about 
wasting their time or it should definitely be reciprocated i'm not saying put all this effort into somebody and then the other person isn't doing the same for sure like the energy definitely needs to be reciprocated like i'm not gonna ask any less of a man that i can't give him right so exactly what i'm i just feel um the idea of that when men were courting women and all this other shit, I feel like that's, it's all, it's all great. It's all well and good. But at the end of the day, like, I feel we're in a different space as human beings. Like if, if you know, we both have this goal that we want, like we have an understanding, like, Hey, I want something more. I want to, I want, I want this, I want to find a connection with somebody and then I meet you. I'm like, yo, she dope. I feel her. Like, I want, I want to explore this woman. Like, this is who I'm interested in. I feel like if we, we both should feel that way. Like, if we both feel yes. that way, I feel like people are to say, hey, court me. That's like asking me to do all the work, and it shouldn't be work. We should both just be like, yo, you dope. I'm dope. Let's be dope together. And I don't feel it's that deep of a thing. You know, I feel like people make it deeper than what it is. I don't know. It should feel like a natural thing. And I think you won't feel like you're doing all the work if like it is a genuine connection and there's, of course there's lust, but it's not just solely lust. And you, if you truly like the person and they like you back, like it will be a reciprocated effort and it won't feel like you're exhausting yourself. If, if you feel exhausted, just back up, go, mm-hmm. go somewhere else. Right. Like, and that's what we do where people are scared to back out. Like when it yeah. doesn't feel right. Yeah, that's true. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, what? I've had to ask myself, like, why am I, why am I doing this? Right. And if you're asking yourself, then I don't know. Like if it's not irrational, back out. Yeah. We're scared to be alone. No, that's a big fear for a lot of people. That's scared to be alone. Hey, that's when the, that's when the, the the demons come out. That's what it is. When you alone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like when you, when you sitting there and you sitting with your thoughts and all those insecurities and all that that past trauma and all this shit start coming up, it's easy to pick up a text message about, hey, y'all trying to go get some drinks tonight? But see, that's the thing that people really need to do, though. People really need to, especially in between relationships, they need to take that time and use that time to deal with those demons so that way they're better for the next relationship that comes around. Like, the issue that so many people have is that they they don't deal with shit. They are distracted by whatever means that they have, social media, another relationship, whatever, and they don't really sit down and deal with their demons, but they need to. Yeah, because, I mean, I see people swinging from relationship to relationship, and I want to be to be happy with people, but the pessimist in me, I'd be like, mm. I'd be like, <laughs> bro, like, you've been in love I, I don't believe you can be in love three times in a year and a half. I just don't. 
Like, no, you can be in lust that many times. And then who knows? I mean, who are we to say what somebody truly feels? We don't really know. But the thing is, you going from one relationship to the next, like before you even fully get out of one commitment, you already got one foot in the other one. Like that shit is not healthy. That shit toxic as hell. Like, you, you haven't have even issues. you haven't even grasped like <laughs> what didn't go right in the last relationship before you moved on to the next. And that's mm. what more so we need to do. Like, okay, what did I learn in this relationship that I'm not going to bring into the next relationship? And, and that's what like, you need to do before you move on. I feel like that's why people end up feeling like they're wasting their time because they feel like they keep going in these perpetual cycles. But it's like because you're not learning <laughs> what the fucking last relationship was teaching you. So it's going to it's going to teach it's going to have the same test and you're just going to keep failing this motherfucker mm-hmm. until you get what you're supposed to learn. Like for me, if I'm like in love and I'm serious and we talking about building a future, we together two, three years, and then we break up. Like the way my heart is set up <laughs> in six months, I'm not ready <laughs> for the next joint. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I just, I don't work that way. Right. Like, I gotta, I gotta process everything that I went through. Hey, what did I do wrong? How can I be right for the future? So this shit doesn't happen to me again. This shit sucks. And I don't, I don't want this, but like, People just be like, they heal, they heal like Wolverine. They be ready to go. Well, I mean, maybe your process and time different from others. Like you say, what, six months, you're still not ready. Maybe six months might be ideal for someone else who's maybe a lot more like self-aware and can realize their faults in the relationship. It may not take them as much time. Hmm. What would it, well, Ray says she been, <laughs> this nigga said I've been single 12 years. Like this Since nigga, high school. Hey, this nigga. Broke up with Ike Turner. That's take a lot of time. She, she got a lot oh of process. Like, <laughs> hey, shit. 12 I, years? That's crazy. Yeah, but like, I mean, that has a lot to do with trauma. Like, things I've dealt with and when I was a child and saw as a child and the relationships I saw as a child and what I carried into my adulthood and me not and want to be the fool. That's what I'm saying. That's that. But you gotta, you gotta take a, you gotta take a chance. That's what, that's what it's about. Like you meet somebody, and like, I agree. But you don't know that as a young what tender you know, Roman. I did now. not know that. I'm saying like now, saying that you don't want to be. The of fool. course, that's why I say feel- now I'm ready. Like now I'm ready to take that chance. I'm ready to get my heart broken, like whatever. Mm. Like I will never find love if I don't take that chance. Uh, yeah. I, so I had all these toxic topics that I wanted to talk to y'all about, but y'all, y'all ain't feeling. No, don't like matter. Come on, shit. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't been toxic a time or two. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'd have been very toxic. Mm. I'm in the group <laughs> chat and. My homeboy was like, he dating this, he, he dating this girl or whatever, and he's like, "Hey, how do I know that it's cool to like cut my other joints off?" And I'm like, "Is there? Because I've been that, I've been in that situation before where I, I cut my my other ones off too early, and then next thing you know, <laughs> she out getting her pussy ate by a Russian." And <gasps> you don't know, you know what, what that woman doing. <laughs> 
You no, ain't no, in no, a no. with her? No, no, no. We talked about it. We talked about it. <laughs> oh, my God. We had amnesty hours. We was like, yeah, you know, we went out to Vegas. and I mean, we had just met each other, but I was like, hey, I'm head over heels. Like, all these other ones, I'm that good. That woman was single. She was, and I, I wasn't upset with her about it. I was upset that I cut mine off too soon. So, but why are you and, upset? Man, I could have. That means I still had a little bit more time. No, but you cut them off because you believe that this per- it was worth it for this person, regardless of if they did it at the same time as you. You felt like the I, way they I felt agree. shouldn't have changed. I agree, Raven. Your okay. My sorry. feelings didn't change, but I'm just saying, like mm-hmm. I could have been, I could have been, you know, what I'm saying free no. longer. No. Oh, my question is. When what? is the right time to cut them off? When well, you feel it's right. I don't know what to tell you. When you feel like the commitment a, a is conversation, there. A conversation needs to be had between the two of you to see, hey, when are we going to be exclusive? Yeah. I like you. I don't want to see anybody else except for you. So if that's the case, if you feel the same way, let's be exclusive. Yes. And then that's when you cut your other whoever off. <laughs> that's a delicate process though you could have that conversation too soon what if the feeling is mutual and you feel in some type of way nigga you need to say how you feel if what it's makes been it- two months and you're like listen I fuck with you let's just try this out exclusively like I don't want to see anybody else I want to put my energy into you and go from there if they don't feel the same way then shit either leave or wait another month or two and then have the conversation again in the meantime between time Y'all just dating. So you free to see somebody else. You free to see whoever else you want to. What makes it too soon? Yeah. Because I've been in a situation where I'm I'm talking to somebody. It's like we we a month in you you asking me about about this. I'm like, bro, I don't Tell them you need more time. It's just exactly. been four weeks. We but need then, some more time to get to know. But then as a as a dude you run the risk of her thinking you playing games. I'm like, I'm not playing games, but it's like, bro. Well, your actions would show that you're not playing games. But if she is a, thinking otherwise, a, if your actions are not playing games, then that's some some other stuff that she needs to deal with inside. Like, I don't know what yeah. to tell you. So I wish everybody was as enlightened as as you ladies are. And it's not, it's not always this cut and dry. And it's like, you always feel like. But it's not cut and dry for us either. Like, I feel like I have to go through it and see it before I realize, oh, fuck. I got mm-hmm. some shit I need to deal with. Like, it's, it's not, it's never just cut and dry. Because when nobody wants their heart to be broken, no one ever wants to be made to be the fool. No, so I feel like all of us are very defense. Well, especially these three in the chat right now, we're very mm-hmm. defensive and have our guards up right now. So, <laughs> these three. Well, I know for sure these three right here. Like we're very defensive. So, like it's never just cut and dry. Yeah, you man, gotta go through some shit to figure out some shit. Over the last year, man, it, it, it's really been a journey for me. Like breaking down the walls of all the bullshit that you've I put up to like protect myself from the world. Like I'm really, I'm really soft out here, bro. 
Like, right. What do you mean? <laughs> like, like Raven said, like, I'm defensive. Like, uh, most people that, that know me personally, they'd be like, yo, that nigga Nico don't give a fuck about nothing. I actually give a fuck about, like, a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like my, it's mostly like a defense mechanism to keep my, my feelings from getting hurt because I do feel so, I, I do feel so much. And I'm trying to like get back to the, the center of the root of me, i.e. living more selflessly and taking those risks and, and putting myself out there, whether it be with my friendships, because, yo, the last year, man, my friendships have been tested, you know? Um, and a lot of it was, like we, we spoke about earlier, like me um, just dumping on people and not realizing, like, bro, like, people go through shit, you know? Mm-hmm. People are dealing with shit. And, you know, just having to be honest with myself, with my friendships, my like, the idea of, like, being in a relationship and just trying to be in that space to where you can be, like Raven said, after 12 years, she finally ready and open <laughs> to get back out there in the game. 12 years. Yeah. Hey. 12 years is nuts, right? <laughs> oh, I don't know what to tell you, sis. I'm just saying, like, shit. It's just hard to make yourself vulnerable, especially if you don't really know somebody. That shit's scary because nobody wants to get their feelings hurt. Nobody wants to be in a position where they feel taken advantage of or used or whatever. That's not fun. Nobody wants that shit. So, yes, it's safe to say, you know, have up a wall. But at some point you have to to let it down for your, you know, your circle or your few people or somebody that you can trust. Yeah. But so just like you, Nico, like I was always I felt like a lot of my friends felt like I was like that strong, independent, secure person because of the defenses I had and me like, oh, fuck that nigga, blah, blah, blah. But literally the us not showing emotion is the strongest emotion. Like you feel you feel it much harder than someone who actually shows their emotion like us not showing emotion is very emotional <laughs> period yeah I, I, I mean i know i know i know it is for me man um i i i guess that's why i get so offended about certain things because it's like that shit like really matters but that's neither here nor there um, we're approaching that, that, uh, sweet spot. So I had some other stuff that I wanted to ask y'all real quick. So did y'all watch Judas and the Black Messiah? No? Yes? Anybody? Mm-hmm. I watched it. What'd I you think? I watched it. What'd you think, Kay? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, um, more so from, like, Looking at the actors, I think that they did a great job. Um, I think the story got its point across, but um, overall, I mean, I thought it was good. I'm not like a movie critic. I don't, you know, know all the the stuff I should have been looking for. I was just watching that shit. So, well, I'm not. I don't, I'm not, I don't want you to. I don't want you to be like, oh, the cinematography. Yeah, you know, like I mean, I but thought it was a I'm good just movie saying, too. like, like, would you, like, would you walk away feeling? That's, that was that was oh mostly- I was I was pissed I was mad 
<laughs> I was pissed because um, what's Lakeith Stanfield's character? Uh, uh, a fucking rat, really, dirty really, ass really, nigga. Really, 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 some shit? I don't know. Whatever. Like that shit just pissed me off, and it's just. <sighs> I, I feel like. So for me, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> again, I, I felt I, I I felt so fucking enraged after watching mm-hmm. this, but not for the reason that most people were like, uh. I was like, bro, at this point in time in that we, we're living in, I just feel like this shit has become black torture porn. You know what I'm saying? Damn. It's, <laughs> it's telling our stories, showing our, our plight, our, our pain, our anguish. But it's like, Think about this. A 21-year-old black man was plotted against and murdered by the federal government, ultimately. That's, that's what happened. And it's like, okay, this happened. There are records that this happened. And the perpetrator has a fucking building named after him. And ain't nobody changing this. So it's like, for me, I'm like, who's this, who's this story really for? Like... <laughs> Like this happened in history, right? We know that our black history isn't taught to us in schools. So I get it that the story needs to be told, but the end goal of it, is it is it to teach us our story and keep niggas in their place? Because it's like the same shit that they that we were going through and this is nineteen sixty nine, those stories and those that those arguments are still still being made today. Mm-hmm. So, like, nigga, what are we? What are we really doing? Because I, I, I feel like people watch Schindler's List, right? Mm-hmm. About you know the Holocaust and shit, and people really live. How can I? How can I take from this and be better? But I'm like, we have our stories come out every year, and we're telling you, we're screaming that this shit happens, and it's still some fucking troll in the comments. <laughs> Like arguing this, and this is American history. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I left. I just left feeling fucking angry and helpless. Like, cause it's like, dog, this shit happened to him six fifty years ago, and this shit is still happening to people today. Yeah. So that's that, so you that's do, what I took do. Do you feel like it's not helping? Like, you feel like it's not helping the black community by continuing to make movies like this? I think, I think as a black man, a black person in America, like representation matters. It matters to see yourself on screen. It matters to see actors that look like you and have similar experiences. But, bro, I can we get can we get some other stories too? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying these stories aren't important, but can we get other stories like because this is how we are pushed on screen. And this is what we see. We see pain, we see trauma, we see anguish. But it's like, we only get a Black Panther. That's, that was four years ago. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so it's like, yes, representation matters, but how are you being represented? Yeah, when are we don't always need to be the thing. 
Right. Yeah. The struggle is important, but shit, we need to see. I want to see some niggas on the moon. I want to see a, a nigga movie with niggas just in Mars, just niggas in Mars. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Something like that. I don't want to leave. The, I'm sick of leaving my couch or the movie theater. Raven, you you remember when we saw Queen and Slim? <laughs> Do I? You know yeah, what I'm saying? I'm, like, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm tired of leaving the movie theater and, like angry or right. upset. Like, I want to leave the movie theater. Like, I want another Black Panther, man. I want to leave this motherfucker saying, like, yo, we the shit. Wakanda forever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that's, how, that's how I feel. That's how I felt about it. Not saying it's not important. I don't want people to be like, oh, these niggas, y'all niggas don't read books. Y'all don't know shit. Bro, I know the story. <laughs> My mom grew up, like, down the street from Fred Hampton. I, I know this shit. Mm. I'm just saying, like, bro, what are we really doing? Who is this shit really for at the end of the day? That that was my sentiment on it. I um, can't speak too much on it because I didn't pay that much attention. Ray, you know that nigga fall asleep on the couch. <laughs> you know she fall asleep. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah. nah. I don't hear. This nigga watched Black uh, Black is Beautiful seventeen times in two weeks while I was at her house. What the fuck is Black, Black is Beautiful? beautiful. She talking Black about uh, Beyonce, Black, Black is King. King. Oh, Beyonce. Yeah. yeah, that was. I had to watch that shit seventeen times, and she didn't blink right. one. Time. We literally watched the hell out of that. This <laughs> <laughs> nigga like dancing. She dancing in mm-hmm. front of the screen and shit. And I'm like, we was trying to learn the choreography. You, like you like it, friend? Friend, I was. The first five times. So, uh. <laughs> Before we get out of here, I want to know. I got this thing. Uh, I'm trying to start. It's called press play. Press play. Press play. Mm-hmm. So I just want to know what y'all listening to this week. What y'all could suggest to people to you know <laughs> get their spirit, get their spirit moving in the in a proper direction musically. Well, well friend, ahead, according to me, uh, according to me. Oh, according to you, rather, you mm. say I listen to uh, what you call that? I'm, I'm gonna, gonna kill, kill myself. My music be so depressing, bro. <laughs> Ray, I'm gonna what kill the myself. What are you listening to? What are you listening to, Ray? Okay, so I guess what I wanted to bring to you guys is um, this artist by the name of Bowtie, B O W T Y E. Um, you sure that's he, Huh? You sure that's that nigga's name? I assume that's how that's how I read it. I don't know if that's really his his name, but I don't think he has that many followers and like that much um exposure or whatever. But genre? huh? What's his genre? It's like R and B. Okay. So um, I guess one of the songs that I could recommend to you guys, which is, which is a song that I have on replay a lot of time, is called "For a While." But he has. He has a couple singles on um, Apple Music, and then he also has a SoundCloud too. He's not a rapper, but he has. <laughs> he's not a SoundCloud rapper, but um, yeah, he has music on SoundCloud as well. So I recommend you guys listen to that. I like his music a lot, but I don't know. Maybe Nico can throw a clip in here or something. Oh no. Okay. Um. You know, I'm not a, a music head or like Ray is. 
I'm a little bird when it comes to my music. Ooh. The last thing I listened to on the car on the way home was Two Chains. Used to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see. I don't listen. I still fuck them like I used to. <laughs> that's bow tie. Oh, that's bow tie. This sounds like some chilled cow. Friend, you know that's the kind of music I listen to. Okay. 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 It's my sheet or whatever. All right. All right. I'll check both. I don't know if that nigga's name is really Bowtie. And friend, B O W T Y E. How's she supposed to pronounce that? It might be French. I don't know. I really enjoyed the Judas and the Black Messiah soundtrack. I, mean, I haven't listened to it yet, but it, it looks dope. It has Nas on there, Jay Z, Nipsey Hussle, Masego. I love me some Masego. Okay. I dug it. I, I think I've listened to it three times. There's one G Herbo track on there that's fucking atrocious. But then he makes it up on another one. So I've I'm never like, listened to that man a day in my life. I mean, Fred Hampton, you know, Chicago representative. So you uh-huh. can't have a Chicago a Chicago soundtrack, I guess, without G Herbo. I guess. What? Aren't there more Chicago rappers though, aside from G Herbo? Outside, like, G Herbo is, like, I guess one of the, I mean, outside of, like, Chief Keef or Kanye, like. Isn't Little like, Dirk from Chicago? Little Dirk is on there. Oh, as I was. Yeah, anyway, so, I don't man, know. They, they have Kanye on there, but you can't have Kanye. I guess you can't have Kanye on there. Was he on if there? he was better and right. But Lupe Fiasco. Lupe? Come on. They did we- have this nigga from the. A blast from the past. They had Bump J on there. Y'all don't know about Bump J. But oh, Bump I don't know who that is. He was like a big deal in Chicago when oh. I was like a teenager. Like he was supposed to be next. Like Lupe came out, Bump J was supposed to come out and like be next, but then the nigga went to jail for armed robbery. Oh well, that'll do it. It all went downhill from there. But I was glad to see him on there. That was that was dope. And uh-huh. then um, the little Lucky Day uh, EP. I, that was uh-huh. that was cool. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm playing this week. So anyway, uh, before we get out of here, I'll give y'all opportunity to, you know, plug your social medias, plug your podcasts, and, you know, give some parting shots to the people. Oh, you want to go, right? So our podcast is at You Need a Therapist Pod. And then my, oh, shit, what's my fucking Instagram? Untamed Energy. Oh Lord. Period. Cool. <laughs> and mine is it's me underscore Kayana. That is K-A-Y-A-N-N-A. Cause Don't niggas like the Yeah. Cause <laughs> niggas. Period. Right. So ladies, I appreciate y'all. I because I'm like, last week y'all had y'all little thing going. I'm like, nigga. I wanna what? be here. What I thing? I want to be. I want to be talk about platonic friendships. Oh, friend, you are gonna have your chance. Come on, come no, on no, no, over. Come on down. You know, October third. 
October. You want to come on down? Come on down. Uh, I appreciate y'all coming through, man. Um, Thank you for having us. It's been yes. fun. Uh, and hopefully see y'all back in the future. And uh, this has been another episode of Intimate Revelations. I'm your host, Nico Lamar. Be blessed, be favored, be good. Peace. Ah. <laughs> Great, stupid. Jeez. Hey.